Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Jeff Fedro from FedEx Office join us. Jeff, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Very good. Well, I'm glad to be on the call, and I have been with this great company for almost 29 years. I have held various roles. I tell you, it's gone back to my college days when I was just a part-time cashier with this organization, moving up to where I am now, holding roles from operations to learning and development, and now in sales. And, and I really think that the amount of experience I've been able to gain over the years has really allowed me to be able to connect better from a sales enablement perspective, and and really being able to bring a lot of that experience to life. So. I have thoroughly enjoyed the 29 years. I've always told them, I say, you know, I'll always stay on as long as you keep me. And so they've held their end of the bargain. I'm holding my end of the bargain. We're having a great time. <laughs> I love to hear that. Now, you know, I'd also say that the the sales landscape has also been evolving, especially in the past two years. And enablement itself has experienced a lot of transformation. How has your approach to sales enablement evolved in recent years? And, and how has this evolution helped drive innovation for your enablement programs? Well, I have to tell you, we have uh, uh, several great leaders in our organization. And one of them just the other day uh, said this great statement, and it's it's been out there for years, but what got you here won't get you there. And we had to really step back. And even though the pandemic was the worst of times, it's allowing us to really have a great vision for what could be the best of times. It's giving us that clear line of sight on how we need to move forward from a sales enablement perspective. And we really had to step back and say, you know what, we need to look at our channels. And within our organization, those are the various levels of sales that we have within our organization. And we had to say, whether they're regional or national, or whether they're strategic or tactical, we had to look at it from a customer perspective. And how are we going to be able to get in front of our customer moving forward? And as you know, like you said, the landscape has changed. And so we had to step back and say, let's relook at the competencies that we have put out there in front of our teams. And what are the activity standards now versus the way they were? And then how is that driving a new set of key performance indicators? All those things will start to work together for a complete sales enablement landscape, giving us a readiness score, giving our teams, where are they from a readiness perspective to say, how can we continue to move them forward and develop them along the way? Because again, they're learning just like we're learning because the pandemic has changed the way we, we go to sales. And so we have to meet our customers where they are. And at the same time, we have to meet our sales team where they are. And so keeping all this in mind, if you don't have a good set of systems to help drive that behavior, you got to step back and say, what? how are we going to allow then all those items I just said to be built into the system to really know that selling is an art but we have to bring the science back to support it. I love that approach. I think that's fantastic. Now, another thing that you focused on the importance of is, is cross-functional strategies to drive business success. Now, in your experience, how can enablement help build bridges across the organization? 
Well, I tell you, sales enablement is not on island on their own. And in order to get a full sales organization moving and headed in the same direction, you have got to have business partners bringing in their key level experience of where it's needed for the plan that you're putting in place. And, and sales must feel that alignment. If, if they feel that you are putting programs out there that no one else across the organization knows or understands, they're less likely, obviously, to act upon it or have trust in it. And so you, you, can't, you can't design a program without all the applicable individuals across the organization being aligned in one approach. And, and we as sales enablement teams and, and you as a sales enabler, you are the director. I mean, you are the one that directs and creates that strategy and plan, but you also are the one that is the voice and the advocate of that plan across the organization. No one's going to be more passionate about that plan than you. And if you can express that passion across your business partners, they will align with you to allow you to truly activate that plan to show that the, all the talents coming together is now putting this one plan in place to help push the sales organization forward and to really support the field sales team. Now, in addition to cross-functional collaboration, you know, sales enablement also must partner with, with teams across different regions. And, and I know that you do globally as well. What are some of your best practices for scaling, you know, your enablement programs across regions? Well, you know, our regions are really broken up into different channel types. And so, as I stated earlier, we had to really step back and say, you know what, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, you've got to understand your landscape within your organization. And you've got, again, not only are you meeting your customers where they are, you got to meet your team where they are. We have a group of national sales individuals. We have regional sales individuals. We have tactical individuals versus strategy individuals. And how do we make sure that we are conveying our message and developing the programs that are very elastic in nature that can expand across many different channels to be able to fit the mold? It doesn't mean that you have to customize every single thing for those individuals. But what it does mean is that whatever you're doing for one group, you need to step back and say, does it align to them or do I need to tweak it for their absorption? And so that's why it's crucial that you have to step back. And sometimes it's easy. Hey, let's just develop a program that's absorbable by everybody and move on and then hope for the best. And you can't, you just can't do that. And nowadays times, your teams are meeting and delivering in many different ways. And we've got to make sure that we are meeting and delivering them, meeting and delivering them in many different ways at the same time. And so I think it's crucial that you've got to look at your regions as individual customer types, and then how are you going to deliver to them specifically? I really like that approach of looking at them as individual customer types. Now, I'd love to talk about driving consistency, though, across teams, especially, you know, as your processes and your programs have been evolving. You know, a lot of sales enablement practitioners will will leverage sales plays, right? They see them as a critical tool for enablement practitioners. But how have you utilized sales plays to kind of improve sales behavior and what has been the impact of doing so? Well, I would tell you that sales plays are a true sales guidance tool. And a lot of times when you think of sales plays, you think of a specific product or a specific initiative that may be 
that you're putting out there. And we look at it as an all-up solution. What is a solution that we can provide our customers at the time of need? And so we've really started developing the sales plays for that particular purpose. We have found that obviously it gives a central point of reference for our field sales team and allows them to build a solution, not only at the opportunity level, but also at the customer strategy level. We have layered in our sales plays in many different facets to be able to really ignite our sales organization for quicker absorption and allows us to really measure that information quickly. And so the quicker that you can get information absorbed, the quicker you can get them moving forward on a particular solution allows them to build a specific customer communication strategy that allows that sales play to be a key component on how they move forward. We all know how they're structured. I mean, it is, it's crucial that we always have to put in front of them, well, what is it you need to know? What is it you need to say, show, and do? And if you can keep that same formula, it becomes very predictable. And they'll know whenever a sales play is in front of them, they'll know exactly what to look at, how to look at it, and how to activate upon it. And so it has been a valuable uh, tool that we've been able to utilize in uh, really reinforcing and getting our teams moving forward. I think that's fantastic. Well, you know, while we're on the topic of business impact, what are some of your strategies for, for gathering insights on how enablement is impacting performance? Well, I have to tell you, data is key. And I've really uh, had to step back and say, what, what type of data do we have? And I saw this great illustration the other day on LinkedIn. It was all in Lego format, which was kind of fun. And it was the formation of data. You have all these pieces kind of jumbled up together. And, and then how do you go about sorting and arranging and presenting that data in a logical manner that allows you to truly create the full story. And uh, that illustration showed, like I said, the pieces in one area, but then they were sorted by color, they were stacked by color, and then at the end, they actually saw a house being built by those Legos. And it just gives a great illustration for you to know that data can be your friend and can also drive success and gives you a great formula of success of how you move forward. I mean, creating a national enablement program You've got to always start with the end goal in mind. And then how do I then move that goal forward? But how do I utilize data to assist me in developing that story and improving the overall health of the sales organization? So again, short-term performance is great. And you've got to have that. You've got to have those quick wins and what's happening and allow the data to say it. But then you also got to step back. You got to look at making sure that long-term sustainability performance is the goal by ensuring that we have sales linearity for a consistent set of results. And so that is one of the key areas that I have looked at and have found, again, going back to the very beginning when I said bringing science to the art of selling, that is true. You hire sales individuals to do what they do best. We as sales enablers bring together and format what they do on a daily basis and truly be able to present to them in a story approach to say, this is not only what you're doing, but this is what you can do to even make it better as you continue to move forward. 
I love that particular point. And and Jeff, as my last question for you, that is kind of follow on to that. How can enablement practitioners leverage those insights and analytics to continuously improve the enablement programs and, and increase that business impact? Well, you know, as I stated, you have to have the end goal in mind to create the clear vision. A lot of times we try to hit the ground running with the problem at hand. And yes, we can always fall into that pit, but we've got to step back and say, okay, here's the problem, but why are we having that problem? Let's start, let's start digging in and doing a scientific approach to unraveling and, and finding out the key whys of something that's occurring so that we can redevelop or develop a new program that may be able to be a better fit. And so again, once that occurs, you got to have sales leadership alignment across the board, top down and across. If we do not have the full support of sales leadership, again, you can't get off the ground running. You are the advocate for your sales team as a sales enabler. You are the one that must sell that program and how it will benefit the individual, but also how it will benefit the organization. That's where you bring those sales leaders along the way. And again, systems must be orchestrated in a way that they deliver data in a clean, organized manner. They cannot be a jumbled up pack of Legos. You got to be able to show the clear story of what the expectation is. And if your systems aren't able to drive that clear set of data, you got to step back to say, what is it that I can do to make sure I'm conveying that information in an organized fashion so that my sales team can act accordingly? and then deliver it in a good, better, best format. You've got to either have that 60-40 or 80-20 rule. I'm either gonna be able to deliver 60% of it right now and continue to develop the other 40 or either 80 and 20 from a good, better, best approach. Know that you've got to get your, your items out there, your programs out there and get them activated, but you're never gonna have that nice bow. A lot of times we like to deliver things with a nice bow, but by the time we get the bow tied, the market's changed, things have moved on, and the way that the market is changing today, we gotta make sure that they can at least see the ribbon. Here's the ribbon on how we're gonna tie that bow, and here's the vision on how we're gonna get there, and here's the steps we're gonna take. Keep them aligned, keep communication in front of them. Ensure that you are staying and knowing that you're right there along with them so that at the end, the bow is tied, they can see what the finished product is, and you have not missed a beat as things change along the way. I love that analogy. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. Thank you for having me. It was a great pleasure. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.